Yo, what up, guys? Welcome back to the fastest growing sports gambling podcast in the tri state area. We got double A Anthony Alessino. We got the graduate Brian Castiglione. And my name, as always, is James Hawkins. This is Par Play Brewing. And we're back. It's NFL Week Two. Before we get into Week Two, Anthony, we got to talk about Week One. Yeah, let's do that. I lost my voice. Let me just let me just get the let me just get the uh, the, the elephant out of the room now. Lost my voice at Met Yankee games all weekend. Uh, to say that it, it was uh, a life changing event would be an understatement. Uh, so let's go Mets. It's almost like it was nine eleven. It was almost no. It was, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't. I think we got to cut that out. I'm like ninety percent sure that this is all going to be cut out now because he ruined it. But no, anyway, that's all right. It's all right. So. Bear with my voice tonight, and uh, but it was a good week one. I did well. It was a good week one for the book, mostly when you look at not well. Well, no, no, no. When you look at the amount of underdogs that won and the amount of unders that hit. Yeah. Yeah. If you actually look at it, I don't have the actual numbers, but a lot of unders hit, and a lot of favorites lost. That sounds like week one. And the public likes to hit the over, and they like to bet on the um. Yeah. On the favorites. So as far as the book, all the books across the nation and the world, it was a good weekend for the book. In my particular case, also a good weekend for the book. I mean, I broke even, so I guess not great for the book. But not great for me. They got your bigs, though. They're happy. Yeah. I did good. We'll get into that later, but we got three big things. You want to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. My first big point from the weekend is Zach Wilson looked poised in the second half despite O-line play. Mm, That looks like you literally took a headline from ESPN New York. That's what that seems like. That you just took that headline. Okay, well, I didn't didn't take anyone's headline and I have numbers, you loser. I hate that take. Follow it up by Sam Donald might suck. That's what I'm following it up with. And that's one all one take. It's all one point. Yeah, it's one point. Okay. And this is the first time that I'm actually going to wind up turning on Donald. I don't know if I've done the full heel turn on Donald yet, but I've been behind him even since the Jets traded him. But Donald's 1-0. Yeah, no, that's great. Did you see him miss the wide open out route in the end zone that any NFL starter has to make? He missed that throw, and Zach texted me and said, Donald's bad, dude. He missed a wide open receiver on the in the right side of the end zone. No, yeah. Did they wind up winning? Yeah, by five points. Did they cover? Yeah, sure. Would any, like any other team in the NFL, probably comes back and beats them in the second half the way they played? Okay. Now I'm trying to let me get the numbers real quick. The actual numbers from the game yesterday. Like like. The offensive line allowed six sacks, 11 quarterback hits, and pressure on 40% of Zach Wilson's dropbacks. Despite that, he threw for 256 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Way better in the second half than the first half. And Beckton went down. How bad is he hurt? Sprain MCL, I think they said. Which is better than an ACL tear. I mean, they played okay. The Jets would have beat the Giants handily. Yesterday, so whatever. See, <laughs> well, they, now they, it they amazes me. Have. See, it amazes me because we don't share our points before the show, which maybe we should, but it makes for more organic talk. And uh, one of my points was that Daniel, it was actually about Daniel Jones, and it, and it, and it goes along with the whole uh, no O-line and all that. Giants were so bad yesterday that it's actually hard to tell if Daniel Jones is it or not. Like, that's the problem. They're so bad in every facet of the game that I'm like, ah. 
maybe. Like, maybe he is the guy. I don't know. I don't know what I want because nobody's good. May I don't know if he's the guy, but you're right. We got no answers about that on like, Sunday. Which leads me, this was my last point I was going to close the segment out with. The Giants are just, you said it yesterday while we were watching the game. All three aspects of the game, coaching, PR, media, everything about the New York Giants is uninspiring. They play uninspiring football. Mm-hmm. That was really my point. I mean, we all put money on the Giants. We figured first game back home in New York on the anniversary of 9-11. I did not. You didn't. Put money on the Giants. I did. I know. I'm pretty sure our friend Zach did. I'm pretty sure a few other people put money on them, at least to cover the points. And it wasn't even fucking close. And yeah. I, spoiler alert, I don't think the Broncos are that good. No. I mean, I didn't take Denver, but I just left it alone. I'm like, you know what? It's This is, this is not the game for me. And that's fair. You know, who else looked uninspiring? Who's that? Aaron Rodgers. This is fucked up because this is my... It's also your point? No, it's, it is, but it isn't. So go ahead. Let's hear well, what you had to say. No, I mean, there's really not much to say. I mean, they looked horrible. And for all that off-season chit-chat bullshit, where'd we get? And I know what you're going to say. And I know, and we, I mentioned it before. I got shit on yesterday for saying it. That Deshaun Watson for uh, Aaron Rodgers. They get Deshaun Watson there. It's Every, fucking silly. Everyone said, Jordan Love, Jordan Love. I, I think I'm pretty sure 9 out of 10 would take Watson. Right now, if you would have Watson. If I could have. I understand his. If, his, his, if his, I could have Watson with his issues. Or if I could move Rodgers elsewhere for a couple of picks. You're not going to get much because he's 38 years old or 37. Going to be 38 by next year. But if I can move him and get maybe one first and some other day two capital, I'd ra- I'd be much more excited with those players or what I could turn those picks into than what I would get with Deshaun Watson because he could go to jail and he could no, I know. Uh, take take all that that. Let's just say he gets look in a vacuum with with no legal issues. Yeah, yeah I pull the trigger on that fucking twice on a Sunday, dude. Right. But I just I just feel unfortunately, like unfortunately he's got thirty seven separate counts. I don't think it's that many. I don't, I don't know what he's ultimately. That's how many counts they're originally talking about. I don't know what the actual number is going to. It was twenty two. I saw was a definite first solid number. I, I thought it was like twenty seven. I saw twenty two. You know, I Who can't knows? get into it. This is not yeah, the podcast to get into it. I don't want to get. Uh, I don't want hate mail sent so, to my house. So I'm so not going to get into it. So just piggyback off of that, and then you can finish it out with your third point. Uh, my final point was the Saints are good, not the Packers are bad. Like that was this game was about the Saints being good, not about the Packers being bad. Because the Saints, if we all remember, were only one play away from beating Tom Brady and going to the Super Bowl last year with Drew Brees, who cannot uncork a deep ball for the last. Drew Brees said it himself during the game yesterday. I guess this is what the Saints passing offense was missing. With with me in reference to Jameis hawking the deep ball. So, I mean, we've been saying it since halfway through last season. If you put Jamison for Drew Brees last year, they might be Super Bowl champions. All right. Well, so the funny thing about that is you, you're, you, I, I agree. I think J- and I, I, R-E-L-A-X with the, with the Packers. Relax. Yeah, they'll probably run off nine in a row now. I wouldn't be surprised if they ran off nine wins in a row. Oh, no. I wouldn't be surprised if they See, went 16 and one. The thing about it is with, with Jamis is I feel like if he can control the turnovers, if, if learning under Drew Brees and Sean Payton actually – well, I shouldn't use that. If he actually learned under them, he can potentially bring them to where they got to get. I don't know with that receiving core. I'm a little 
It's a little sus. He's going to love Marquez Callaway. All right. It's a little sus. Because when Mike Thomas comes back, he's going to force the shit out of the ball to Mike Thomas. I could feel it already. It's going to be interceptions all over the fucking place. It's going to be 30. We were going to be the 30 for 30. Jameis 30 for 30. You know, the 30 for 30 episode. Jameis Winston's 30 for 30. Right? The second time he does it. The second it. time he does it. The second so, time he does it. My final point. Well, oh, go no, ahead. No, no, go no ahead. you go. No, no, finish. I don't have I'm out of points. All, All right. I was gonna bring up was the LASIK surgery. He also had LASIK surgery. No, nah, I don't season. whatever. Fuck that. You're a pro athlete, dude. Get LASIK surgery before you become a pro. I don't that's a Get horrible better. excuse. Um my other my my last point is the Rams are Super Bowl favorites in my eyes. And I know that's a bold statement. Is it? Is it it's though? bold because everyone's gonna be like the Chiefs, though you're 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 overlooking the Chiefs, though. But there's a guy on the Rams on defense. Uh, you ever hear of him? Uh, Marcus Peters. No. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, Jalen. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. I was just being a dick. I thought Aaron Donald was the guy. Oh uh, no, I was talking about Jalen Ramsey. Oh, okay. Who no. can who can probably hang with a guy named Terry Hill? By the way, Marcus Peters is on the Ravens and tours. I know. I'm I, saying that for the fans so okay. they don't come after me. I know. I was being a All dick. Right. So, a joke. I think that's the biggest thing, that they might have somebody that can lock down Tyreek. Because Tyreek Hill, like, those numbers we saw yesterday from Hill and Kelsey, those Madden numbers, like, those, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see Madden numbers all year. Like, well, Mahomes is running right, out of bounds, chucks the ball 75 yards, and Hill catches it in a dead stop, not on the run. He turns around. Catches it like he's catching a punt, right? Yeah. And then just turns around. He's like, oh, no one's near me. Bye. And takes off. Weird. I feel like. Well, we watching that game 22-10 and we're like, this screams Chiefs money line. Yeah, 100%. Like, they're probably. I, own, I just feel they like. It, but they probably. We, it felt like they could have. just feel like what I saw yesterday with the Rams is like, wow, they only get better. Like, this is the worst we're going to see them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying. They're not going to have their weeks, but I'm saying over the course of the season, Matt Stafford's just going to get more comfortable. Robert Woods had, like, what, two, three catches? I think he finished with three. Yeah. Wait till he gets going. Van Jefferson looked good. He only had three catches. One was a bomb, right? But he only still had, had three well, catches. Yeah, he, I only think it was targeted. And Henderson, he did all right. Sony Michelle wasn't even involved. We traded for him. Oh, wasn't even I wish Young Jack was not at work today. We had an extensive argument. About he picked up Sony Michelle. I don't know if he drafted him or picked him up or whatever. And yeah. I'll be quick about this. Extensive argument about how great Sony Michelle was going to be. And he told me Sony Michelle had higher fantasy value than Jalen Waddle. Tough. Silly. It's silly. I mean, that's tough. Yeah. I have um, Sony Michelle on my very deep dynasty league. I've had him for three years. The guy's got feet for hands. So, you know, whatever. All right. So that's all you got. I mean, I will with the Rams. They look great. Didn't even really start doing any of the McVeigh shit yet. Yeah, well, not from a, a lot from of a, boots, not a lot of from a betting show perspective. I I almost love Stafford for MVP. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I almost love it. I I I I'm like right. I'm like fringe. Like I really really like you. But then also, I don't love you. When you're talking about MVP, Kyler after just one game. Roughly the numbers are going to be off because I saw this earlier. He went just after one game. I mm -hmm. hear you. I'm not big on Kyler. Him, just like Russ, MVP in September every year. Yeah. His odds after yesterday went from plus 2,700 to plus 1,400. Yeah. Almost sliced in half over one game. Yeah, but now, to me, you already lost the value. You already did. You lost the value. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I'm ready to go to guess the lines if you want. Yeah, let's go to guess the lines. The, the, un, the New York uninspired men. 
versus the Washington professional team in Washington. No Ryan Fitzpatrick for this game because with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'd be close to a touchdown. Now with Taylor Heineke, I think Vegas is going to overreact. I got Washington only by one and a half. Yeah, Heineke's pretty good at football. So it's going to be a little more than one and a half. Um, I don't have it at a field goal. I have it two, minus two and a half because I feel like until the Giants show you something, I don't think they're going to be favorites in any game. So I'll go, I'll go two and a half, which is kind of weird because we're giving what those two points because of home field advantage. Yeah. So whatever. I got, I got Washington minus two and a half. What do we got? I got them at Washington minus three. Washington is minus three. So you're going to keep the score today. Yeah, I got the All score. Right. I got it written down already. That's it. So that's early. So you're only getting the one on that, but you're going to yeah. get it. Um, Washington laying the full three on Thursday night with the backup quarterback who can ball. I'm probably staying away. This is a game you might want if, to look. If I had to bet, which I'm not going to touch it, I'd go Washington. Well, yeah, no, I'd go Washington. I'm not going to touch it. If I am going to put action on this game, it'll be some of that prop bet nonsense we discovered this weekend. <laughs> New England Patriots at the New York Jets. Both teams coming off of losses. On the road, I couldn't give New England a touchdown, but I am giving them four and a half. All right, so we're going to go off what your, your, one of your three points were. They played well in the second half. They came back. They kind of calmed down, played within themselves, whatever. Mac, you're st- it's still two rookie quarterbacks, right? Yeah. So I don't even have it. I have it. I have New England minus three and a half. I don't have it that high because two rookie quarterbacks. New England five and a half. It's New England minus five and Would a half. Would you have four, four and, and a half? half. So okay. It's, it's a one-one ball game. I'm right okay now. with that. Five and a half is a lot, though. It's that's. I don't want to touch it. They play. That's another <laughs> in-game, in oh. in-division, you know, game. Uh, you know. Go ahead. I can't touch that one. Denver Broncos in Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville, I know a lot of people lost on Jacksonville in their survivor pools this weekend, which was fucking foolish. Like, foolish. Tyrod Taylor, baby. Tyrod Taylor is a baller. I mean, I don't expect Houston to keep it up, but Jacksonville is way bigger of a mess than I think we all anticipated to begin with. Urban Meyer's got to make that that transition back. It's not even Urban Meyer. The offensive line is trash. He threw the ball 51 times on Trevor Lawrence's debut. That's that says a lot, dude. It's, yeah, it says a lot. Um, but part of the reason is it was just a snowball the whole game. It just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Eventually, you can't run the ball anymore. Yeah, when you're down. at least like I okay, I get it. The guy's gonna be great, right? Like at least like work him in a little bit. Like when we get to Chicago, I'll talk about what I thought about him. But I don't know. I got Denver minus three. I don't think Denver's that good. Like you said, they beat a. Horrible Giants that didn't even show up. It's like a JV team. And I think they got to prove it a little bit more. I mean, I don't think they and played Judy's great. out. Don't think they played great. Judy's out. I think their defense is better than Houston's, and they're going to maul the shit out yeah, of the I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars front line. So taking you, you usually always start home team gets three, right? So with that in effect, I'm going minus four and a half. Had this basically what I'm saying is had it been a Denver home game, I'm going over a touchdown. Okay, so I got minus three. Denver minus six. That's Denver a minus lot. six. That's a lot. And like I don't know, Jacksonville Glizzy maybe. No, maybe not. Not for me. We'll see. Not for me. <laughs> you know, another divisional game. We got Buffalo in Miami. I mean, talk about two teams that couldn't have done less to boost their stock after we were talking about them. Not we specifically, but the media in general. Talking up the Bills, talking up Miami all off season long. How great are these teams? 
Buffalo was a fucking dumpster fire last week, uh, yesterday. I mean, we'll get to it when we get to Pittsburgh because I think part of it is Pittsburgh is just better than we thought they were. But I got Buffalo laying one and a half. It's Me probably, too. You do you? Yeah. What is it? Buffalo minus three. It's okay. Buffalo minus three. Neither one of us get it. I'm up 2-1. We got San Fran and Philly. Now, Connor McGee sent me a video. Our oh, friend yeah. Connor, he said that if Philadelphia finishes the season with a winning record, he wants he's demanding uh, a written out and discussed apology on the show. Uh, sure. Sure, Connor, you're on. You know, they can't finish 500 now, so somebody's going to win and someone's going to lose. Yeah, yeah. It's just an apology. It's not like we bet money on it. Well, is he going to apologize if they have a winning record? If they have a winning record, I guess I'll apologize. No, no. If they have a, if they have a, sorry, if they have a losing record, is he going to get on the podcast and apologize to you? If they have a losing record, he should have to move out of Jacksonville. Oh, that's, (laughs) get a new job. Oh, I got a phone call. That seems drastic. I know, I know, I know. Um, so San Fran at Philly, San Fran blew the fucking spread in a, in a crazy game. I'm getting a FaceTime from someone I don't know, but go ahead. That's continue. interesting. Um, I'm going to take San Fran laying six and a half on the road. I'm going to wait for this FaceTime to end because it's on my phone. All right. But uh, I have. We're going to have to wait a minute. All right. We'll just wait a minute. All right. I got San Fran minus seven and a half. I think they're way better. I'm a little nervous, like with Trey Lance and and Garoppolo. I don't know what the deal is. I feel like they're going to pull the plug on Garoppolo very quickly, like at first sight that it goes wrong. Also, uh, uh, Mozart's out, right? Probably. Mozart's out. Well, Probably. I think he's definitely out this week. Okay, so I got, but I I do have a seven and a half. I think they're way better than them, and I think Atlanta's just that bad at this point. And I think the ending of that game against Detroit, uh, weird, just weird. So many weird fucking things had to happen for them to get there, you know. This in the second half, the onside kick placed right off of Kittle's face mask. Yeah. Then they get a second onside. And no, not even a second onside kick. They get a fumble. How often, you know? So I'm not really worried about that game. But I don't even view that as like a close game. Like in my mind, it wasn't close. No. You know what I mean? So I got seven and a half. Niners minus three and a half. See, that's crazy. The Niners are only minus three and a half in Philadelphia. You're going to fucking smash that one. Yeah. Absolutely smash the Niners minus three and a half. I'm up 3-1. I need, that, I need that pen, though. That's what I need because it's about to get real in here. All right. Go ahead. You can go the next game. Los Angeles Rams at Indianapolis. I probably went too low here. I actually have half a mind to change it, but that's not how this game works. I got the Rams uh, favored by two and a half on the road. Okay. I got the Rams by seven and a half. What do we got? You got Rams minus four and a half. Really? So I got that one, right? That's fucked up. Four to one. Little Anthony's got to make a little run here. Vegas, who we have not seen play yet, which always makes these games hard week one at Pittsburgh. Week two, rather, at Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh came out. They really smacked around the, the AFC East champions last year and the second best team in the AFC East. That Bills team's no bullshit. But the one thing now, I don't want to sound like a sour Jets fan, and that's why I haven't. That's like, why you're about to sound like a sour Jets fan. No, no, no. I have, I'm going to present to you facts. Josh Allen's first and second year, he wasn't that good, mm-hmm. right? And then he made the great leap forward in year three. Yeah. Which we expect out of rookie quarterbacks. What happened in year three, though? Did he play in full stadiums? Did he play any true away games? <sighs> just saying. Just saying. Um, I think Pittsburgh came out and showed us they're a little better than maybe we all thought. I think Ben. 
is going to have something to say about the way this last season goes. I got them by six and a half. Yeah, I got them by seven. I'm probably going to lose this one to a half point, but whatever. Pittsburgh minus six. See, yeah, minus I six, I knew huh? It. I knew it. I felt it in my fucking bones. <sighs> Cincinnati at Chicago. Um, Chicago showed a lot in this game. I don't know if I'm – Andy Dalton's getting the ball out quick last night. Like, way quicker than Justin Fields is going to get it out. And I think what we saw last night is going to keep Fields off the field in a starting capacity. The change of pace shit was fine. Scored the Not fine, but whatever. So what do you think? It's disgusting. Start him or leave Dalton? Leave him on the bench. Leave him on the bench. Everyone's complaining. Like, yeah, we know Fields is eventually going to be better than Dalton. Let's put him out there against the Rams and Jalen Ramsey week one and get eaten alive. Let's let let's let's shit on his confidence. Get now. demoralized on like, national television. Leave it alone. Yeah. When he's ready, he'll come in. Well, like, that's why I think the way they handled it was great. He got a touchdown. He probably feels great. But about what, what I don't understand is, do Bears fans do? I want to look at the camera when it says, do Bears fans think that if Justin Fields is the quarterback instead of Andy Dalton, they're Super Bowl contenders? Is is that what we're going with? Cause that ain't it, bro. That ain't it. If, if, if Justin Fields is marginally better than Andy Dalton, right? If he is, they may be in the running for a wild card spot. And if you, which he isn't, not yet. No, I'm just saying, like, even if, if the savior, Justin Fields, is way better than Andy Dalton. If you want to see what happens when you rush quarterbacks onto the field that aren't ready just because you drafted them high, uh, see Jimmy Clausen. See Mark Sanchez. See more than than see playing Gabbert. Like yeah. it, it's just a good Whatever. way to destroy a good career. Cincy and all right, so it's Cincy and Chicago. I got Chicago by two and a half at home. Weird. I got Cincy by one and a half. Wow. On the road. Chicago minus three. I'm, Chicago I'm, minus I, three. And it's getting smacked. It's so weird because I won almost every week last year, and I can't find the mojo. Yeah, but I think. I won the first two weeks last year. And then, really? And then you and went the, on a 10-week run. Fine. So, All right. I like hearing that. That's good to hear. Moving on to Houston and Cleveland. Cleveland, another team, showed us a lot of great stuff. I mean, they showed us they still can't close a game, but it's, you know. Yeah. Mahomes might go down as the best ever. That offense might go down as the best ever. I got them just under a touchdown at home, minus six and a half. You know, now that I'm looking at it, I want a glizzy god uh, – Cincinnati again. I might, I might do it. I'm not sure though. I'm not. I haven't decided yet. Um, Cleveland. Would you have Matt minus six and a half? I have it eight and a half because I'm fucking silly like that. Cleveland minus twelve and a half. All right, Cleveland there you go. Minus twelve, he says, yeah, yeah. huh? That's fine. I'm okay with it. I'll allow it. I almost oh, did ten. Man. Minus twelve is a lot of points. I almost did ten. I didn't, but I almost did ten. All right, New Orleans at Carolina. Um. I think one team's really good and one team's middling. I got New Orleans by six and a half on the road. See, that's the problem. You think that they're better than I think they are. And that's the difference in the spread. That's fine. The Saints? Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I got I got no, that's that's the difference. That's the difference in numbers. I got Saints minus four and a half. Saints minus three and a half. Yeah. Mm, there you go. So I just kind of I love Saints creeping. minus three and a half. I love Saints minus three well, and a half. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna circle it. Mini at Arizona. Arizona played great. Minnesota, everyone knows by now. If you don't know, now you know. We fucking hate the Vikings on this show. I got Arizona by eight even. Ooh. I feel like this is a legit chance for me to get back in this game, but Vegas has got to see it closer than what you see it, and that's what I'm fearful of. I'm going Arizona minus six and a half. Arizona minus three and a half. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. Give okay. Me I mean, Arizona See that? minus three. I'm and going half. on a little run now. I feel I like it in Arizona my fingertips. minus three and a half. All right. So do I. Six four. Uh, we got Tampa Bay hosting Atlanta. Atlanta didn't show me much to feel no. like they should be. Clo- Tampa Bay hosting Atlanta. You're right. I apologize. Atlanta in Tampa Bay. Yep, 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 yep. Atlanta didn't show us enough to be favored, I think, in this game in their own dome right now. In Tampa Bay, I'm giving the, the Bucks nine and a half. Oh, you scumbag. Why'd we tell you got nine and a half as well? <sighs> yeah, I got nine and a half. All right, let's hear it. Tampa Bay minus 12 and a half. Yeah, no, that's Jesus. You know, yeah, the problem I mean, with the guess the line thing is you don't want to guess twelve because you're not. You eliminate two. yourself from yeah. having a shot at it. You and know in what week I mean? two, you don't want to guess twelve. Yeah, you know. All right, I'm fine with that. We we tied twelve. Me and you guessed the same twice already. All right. Yeah. Titans at Seattle. I'm just realizing right now that I marked the favorite, but I didn't give it a line. So, sorry, crazy craziness. You um. I'll go first. No, well, if you go first, that's going to impact my line. You're right, so, so we'll wait for you. I'm going to go first. I have Seattle as the favorite. I never marked it down. I'm going to go Seattle by four even. Hmm. <sighs> Seattle five and a half. Seattle five and a half. That's a big one. And that's a tie game. I wish we had a little buzzer. We need a We need one of those. That's a big one, folks. That's a, a tie, tie game, game. With, with three matchups left. Love that. Everybody's ball game. I hate this next line. I but cannot I... stand this next line. Go for it, champ. All right. Dallas at the charge. Charges. Dallas played pretty good. What, Dak was way better than I expected yeah. it to be. Chargers played, like, pretty okay. They won. They beat tough, Real tough matchup. They beat a backup quarterback. That, that, that kid's defense, feisty, though. The defense yeah. is nuts in Washington. I can't believe I went this low. I'm going Dallas minus one. Oh, you little scum fuck. I got Dallas minus one and a half. Oh, I think you got that one in the bag. What do we got? Chargers minus three. Oh, Chargers my God. Three. All right. Hold and, thing. and Alicino's up by one. I'm up one, but I don't like that. Um, it always gets good because now if I guess this on the head – I you get a $25 bet, so that's pretty cool. All right. KC at Baltimore. Baltimore is yet to play as we are filming this. They're about to kick off. I need to get a couple prop bets in before we uh, kick off. But anyway, KC minus six and a half. All right. We said Baltimore didn't play. Both these teams pretty good at the top of the AFC the last two years. I got KC minus five and a half. Same line from last week. Chiefs minus three. Oh, that's, mm. that's horrific. That's You got to love the Chiefs minus three there. I'll take that point. And now, Alessino could either get this one on the head. Oh, no, this is a tie. No, right it's now. a tie. It's a tie. Whoever right gets it so wins. So here it is. Winner take all. Detroit in Green Bay, Monday Night Football. This is good. It usually doesn't come down to no, the last we one. we haven't had one come down the, to I don't the last think ever. One ever. So all right. This is the first time, folks. And you guys are all going to get to watch it. So we got Detroit covering and having a miracle second half showed heart and resilience. We got Green Bay showed you dog shit. I got Green Bay minus three and a half. No, that's not enough. Look at me in the eye, Zach. That's not enough. That's not enough. Green Bay minus nine and a half. Green Bay minus ten and a half. Oh, let's go. What a comeback story for the kid, Anthony Alessino. We knew it. We knew it. We felt it. As soon as he said three and a half, I said, I won. That's it. I knew it. I fucking really blew it, too. Because <laughs> if you look here, I had minus 11 written down. Oh, and you went all the way to three and a half? 
Yeah, I don't know how the fuck I got all the way down there, but I did. <laughs> um, so that's a loss. It's 1-1 on the season. Alessino's going to pick out a little prop uh, parlay for me to put in for him this week. Yeah. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do some fantasy shit. All right, what's up, guys? As everyone knows, this season we are on YouTube. Last season we weren't, and I got to be honest with you, we kind of we were dressing like shit a little bit, you know? We weren't worried about what people saw. We were wearing pajamas. We had Anthony coming in wearing whatever sweats he wore to work that day. Half the time I'd roll out of bed and show up to the studio. But now the people are going to see us, and we got to look fresh. We want that fine Italian fucking material. That's right. We're talking Saatchi Di Dinero, streetwear brand from Long Island, New York. The gear is fire. It looks good. Right now, I got the M5 Motivated Money Making Monday morning hoodie on, okay? You're going to be able to get this and so much more at SaatchiDDenero.com. Promo code HAVOC is going to save you 10% off. That's S-A-C-C-H-I-D-I-D-E-N-A-R-O.com. H-A-V-O-C. Promo code HAVOC gets you 10% off. Always authentic, never counterfeit. Saatchi Di Dinero. All right, and we're back. And it's time to do fantasy football stardom sit-ems. Before we get into this, I'm going to let everyone know right now, this is my first bit of fantasy advice for the season. And I need to take my own advice. One simple thing. Don't be cute. Now, I'll explain that to you. You already know. You already know. I'm going to explain this for the viewers. I thought the Niners were going to beat up the Lions and run the shit out of the ball in the second half, and Debo was going to have low targets. And now I combine this thought. I combine this thought, Anthony, with Jamison Crowder on the COVID list, Keelan Cole on the on not playing because he's hurt. Elijah Moore is going to start. They're going to be chasing. He's going to get lots of targets. Well, it cost me 31.1 fantasy points and a loss in week one. So my message to the fans, don't be cute. With that being said, let's go with quarterbacks first. Start them, sit them. Baker Mayfield or Ryan Tannehill? Now I got to get the fucking paper. I need the matchups. All right. Baker Mayfield against Houston. I mean, looking good. I'm going to tell you right now, Baker's playing Houston and Ryan Tannehill's playing Seattle in Seattle. So it's Baker. Baker, yeah. We can move right on. Matt Ryan or Ben Roethlisberger? Matt Ryan against uh, Tampa Bay. That's tough. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I'm going Ben Roethlisberger. See, it's tough to go Matt Ryan against Tampa Bay, but every Tampa Bay game has the potential to be a shootout. I don't know what we're going to get out of the Raiders game. That's a fucked up decision to have to make. If these are your two quarterbacks, I pity you. I'm not worried. (laughs) Go Roethlisberger, um, don't think about it. Roethlisberger. Jameis Winston or Joe Burrow? Now that's a good one. The first two were, eh, that was a good one. Hmm. Cincinnati versus Chicago. I don't really want to take Burrow against Chicago. Um, listen, we know Jameis could throw the shit out of the ball. I'll take Jameis. Plus I have Kamara in two leagues. So, you know. It was Joe Burrow was the other choice? No. Yes. Yeah, Joe Burrow was the other choice. Um, I got to go Jameis here just based on the simple fact alone that Zach Wilson would have been had low-end QB1 numbers last week against them based off of that alone because they both have scary front sevens, both of these teams, Chicago and Carolina. 
Yeah. So just off the fact that Zach Wilson had low-end QB1 a floor against them last week, I'll go uh, Jameis. Mac Jones or Sam Darnold? Ah, fucking Jack, man. Fucking Jack just likes to get me mad on this show. Darnold or who again? Mac Jones. Give me Darnold. Huh. I mean, I'll explain why, but if you want to know why, but I'm going. Yeah, why Donald? Just alone, he had 100 to Christian McCaffrey. It must be nice. Yeah. That's all I got to say. You're not getting 100 from Damian Harris, and you're not getting 100 from – I mean, that offense is pretty one-dimensional until someone steps up and makes a play. I just worry about them being ball control-based. They are incredibly ball control based. It's like they're like, we're going to play defense and we're going to, you know, and we're going to run, 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 run down your throat. And we're going to trust Mac Jones to not make mistakes. That's what it seems like. No, I'm talking about the Carolina being ball oh, control Oh, no. I, uh, I don't think so. I think Carolina has weapons. DJ think, Moore is a I weapon think, to me. He's not just a receiver. Jacoby Meyer. also a very, an elite playoff level defense versus the Jets who have. Listen, Jacoby Meyer. Jacoby Meyer is not, to me, a number one. Like, put no. Jacoby Meyer on any other team. You think he's a one? Well, I mean, watch the way that they were fucking playing last night. The first drive of the game yesterday, they handed a jet sweep to Jonu Smith. They're getting these tight ends the ball any way they can. Right, of course. And you, get the play, you get the guys that can play. Where the... fucking Nikhil Harry, hey, three years in the league, it's my first touchdown time now. Yeah. I, and then him but... and Mac Jones are fighting over who keeps the ball. They're like, nah, you keep it. Nah, you keep it. Fucking, oh, that's they were. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was because it was both of their first touchdowns. Except one's a rookie in his first game, and one's three fucking years into it. You talk me into it, Donald. Next, love it. You got Tua Tagovailoa or Taylor Henneke? Miami at Buffalo. I don't like the matchup against Buffalo. I'm gonna I, say something stupid. Say something stupid. Henneke. I don't think you're saying something stupid. I'm saying Heineke too because the Giants are trash and Buffalo's not. I think for the, for the year, I would want to. For this week, well, yeah. I want Heineke. For fuck's sake, yeah. So we're on uh, running backs now. Leonard Fournette or Melvin Gordon? Oh. Leonard Fournette. Melvin Gordon did okay, Gordon. but here's what I'm going to say. Melvin, Is Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon still on Denver? Yeah, he had, right. he had a 70 yard rush against the Giants at the end of the game, which that is bullshit. Everybody remember, that's bullshit. There was like a untouched, literally untouched 70 yards. I'm not saying I could do it, but I could probably gain a yard on that play for yeah, sure. Well, it's, it's not something you want to base a whole you can't. You selection can't. off of. So since from that, if you take that out, he really, I don't think he did much. I don't think he did much. But Leonard Fournette, got a lot of, a lot of competition back there. I'm going to go Leonard Fournette for this because they're both, they both share backfields. As long as Ronald Jones continues to not be able to hold on to the football, which he's shown time and time again throughout his career, Leonard Fournette is going to be the guy for the touchdowns. I mean, he's not going to be a good PPR guy. He can catch it a little bit, but they don't really put him out there to catch the ball. But 20 yards and in, he's going to be smashing it into the end zone. Now, Tom could just as likely throw a million touchdowns down there. But touchdown upside, I'm going Especially Leonard when Fournette. he's got towers for water when you see When you see what happened last week, on Thursday night, Rojo gets one carry, looks pretty good. Pump, ball gets punched right out. He doesn't touch the fucking field. The rest. It's Gio Bernard and Leonard Fournette the rest of the way. I like Gio. 
he has PPR value, but in a big deep league, in a ten man standard league PPR, I want to fucking touch Gio with the ten foot stick. If you're in a twelve league with a deep twelve and fourteen men with a deep bench, yeah, pick him up. Yeah, I agree. Devin Singletary or Josh Jacobs? See, we haven't seen Josh Jacobs yet, so that's this is the issue I'm having. Well, Singletary's in a split unless that I don't happens. want any of them. I don't want either one of them either. I've been real negative on both of the Buffalo backs and Jacobs all year I'm now. I'm going to say Josh Jacobs. He's got more talent. I'm going to take Josh Jacobs, I guess, for the upside. Well, here's the thing, too. Zach Moss doesn't play. Maybe Singletary might be the guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got it. If he Zach, ain't the guy Zach then, Moss I don't know when. Play. Zach Moss didn't play this week. I don't even know how Singletary wound up doing. That yeah. game was not on red zone at all. Yeah. Until the end of the game. Like, oh, the steal. I'm like, oh, Bills are going to win. Oh, Bills might not cover. Oh, Bills might not win this fucking game. I want to tell you right now. Well, we can continue, but I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll next. bring up Singletary stats. Mike Davis or David Montgomery? Mike Singletary, three catches, eight yards, 11 carries, 72 yards. So not terrible. Breda's the competition over there, but. I'd probably yeah. still want to go Jacobs, and we're, we're going to find out in about five minutes or so when this game goes live. Um. I think Gruden's not going to want to fuck around too much with Derek Carr when it, like in the, down close, you know. I think he'd rather give the ball to Josh Jacobs four straight times than let Derek Carr fuck around down there, especially. I go, I go, games. I go, Josh Jacobs. What, what was that one? Mike Davis or David Montgomery. David Montgomery. David Montgomery looked good, actually. Mike Davis is. Give me David Montgomery didn't against. It, didn't it hit? Didn't his co backfield partner just go down, Mike Davis? That would be McKissick, wouldn't it? I mean, I'll give a look at numbers from um, last week, if you want. But the chart, you can't. It's hard to judge because the Chargers no, have a very good defense. Uh, give me a moment. Oh, right? Mike Davis, right? I'm not Mike in, Davis, Atlanta. Yeah, Jesus that's what Christ! Mike Davis is the guy in that backfield. Yeah, he is. Fifteen carries, forty-nine yards. A three catches, twenty-three yards. Uh, uh, uh. I'm gonna go Montgomery. Yeah, I like Montgomery. He was running hard. He looked good. Yeah. I, I like him. Boston Scott or Michael Carter? Give me a fucking break. I mean, what Michael the Carter's the rookie fuck? running back on the Jets in case you want to I know who they are. Are you talking to me or are you talking I'm to them? talking to everyone, I guess. Okay. Everyone. Because I know you ain't talking to me. You're looking at me. Well, but I'm looking at you because you're my partner. I don't know why. Uh, Not Mike fucking Carter, dude. Not until he shows something. He did, he touched the ball a few times, but it's mostly Coleman's show. I mean, until he show. Here's the thing: if you got to pick between waiver wire, dude, go find someone better on the waiver wire. Yeah, I wouldn't start either of these guys. Both of them are are mostly you know injury handcuffs at this point. Nah, yeah, I'm I'm not even gonna answer it. I'm gonna say don't start either. That's don't perfect. come to me for advice with this bullshit. James Robinson or Miles Gaskin? <sighs> James Robinson. I took James Robinson in so many different things this week: DraftKings, all that bullshit. You know. Five carries, twenty-five yards. If if, if Trevor Lawrence is going to throw the ball fifty-one times, you know, I'll check Miles Gaskin's numbers. We'll run them through, and you, you know, you guys be the judge. But Miles Gaskin nine nine carries, forty-nine yards, five catches, twenty-seven yards. Both pretty mediocre. So you got to, I guess, you got to play the matchup game. Gaskin's one of these guys who isn't just a two-down back. He, he They'll put him in on third down, too. He could catch the ball a little bit. Um, Still going up against Buffalo, though. 
I know, but then Jacksonville going up against Denver, it's a tough one either way, man. I mean, I I'm just gonna go Miles Gaskins, then that's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna go Miles Gaskins because I'm always gonna take the guy who catches balls. You know, when when all else seems sure you pretty... will. Damn right I am. Leave it See, in. See, you walked right into that one. <laughs> Moving on. You got the receivers now. You got Brandon Ayuk or Christian Kirk. Wow, I mean Brandon Ayuk was tough, tough, tough. Brandon Ayuk went uh, went. Uh, MIA. Brandon Ayuk did what I thought Debo Samuel was going to do. And then um, Christian Kirk fucking nodded all over the place. Not really, though. He, you know, he did good, but you got to remember. He's not going to catch. What do, you, what do you have? Three catches? Two of them were touchdowns, but he's not going to have 66% of his catches be touchdowns. I'll confirm it. I'll look at it. It could be five catches. He had five catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns. Still, 40% of his catches are not going to be touchdowns. Uh, he did get the set, the third most targets. AJ Green got six. He got five. Behind a Hopkins eight. I know the game got out of, out of hand early, so he he didn't have to throw. So if we're looking at it from all those point of views, I mean Arizona playing Minnesota, it could happen again. Yeah. So basically, what I see here is Kirk is going to be one of those boomer, those Robbie Anderson, those uh, Randy Moss fantasy. Will Fuller. Types. Will Fuller to an extent. Yeah. Where you're looking at three grabs for 163 yards and two touchdowns, or you're looking for one catch and six yards and, you know, only on one target. Whereas you go over to Ayuk, who did not have a good game. He's one of those guys who gets the ball a million different ways. You know, if they hand him jet sweeps, they get, they line him up as a running back. I mean, what would you consider, like, a bad game? What do you mean? Like, what would you consider a bad game? A bad game? Statistically, what would you consider a bad game for Ayuk? Uh, probably nothing like what he did last Cause week. Because that's not a bad game to me. That, to me, is something's not right. You're not even getting onto the field. Well, was it that he wasn't on the field, or was that it, he just wasn't open? Well, that's fucking worse. <laughs> if he's on the field and not open, that's worse. Right? I mean, you're not necessarily wrong. I'm going to go Christian Kirk, because until you show me you can get at least get a target, he didn't even get a target. Yeah, if you got both these guys, put Kirk in and deal with it. Yeah, you got to get a target. Go ahead. Jalen Waddle or Elijah Moore? Waddle looked good. Moore, again, like how many targets did he get? Um, Two? No, 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 no. He got targeted quite a lot. He dropped a few. And All right, let's look. Well, look. I think he had five four, targets. Four targets, four one targets. catch, negative three yards. So it's one of those it, things. Until you prove it to me. The New England defense is rough. He had, neither one of these guys have proved shit. Um, Jalen Waddle, you got Will Fuller. Let me ask you something. Will Fuller's coming back from Night. suspension. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. This you're right. week. Yep. And um, someone else didn't play. Not Albert Wilson, but let me ask him. That being said, let me I'm ask going him. How much weight, and this is for for you too, Zach. How much weight do you think having a a quarterback receiver combo that played in college together matters? I don't think it matters that much at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, to me, it does. Like to me, T. Higgins is good at football. Tyler Boyd is good at football. Jamar Chase is good at football. Someone's gonna emerge. Someone needs to emerge as the number one guy over there. I think it's Chase. Chase played with Burrow. Well, that Chase played with Burrow for one season. Waddle. So is it a little bit better? Yeah, Waddle played with Tua for one season. Okay. Is it? And Waddle was hurt. No, that was most of last year. Most Tua last was year. Yeah. It might be a little bit. Devonte Smith. It's not like you're talking. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts. They barely played together. But they. Practice. They played. They were there. Right. They were working out together. They, I mean, you heard what well, Jalen Hurts said, right? If they were running, 
You heard what Jalen Hurts said no. about uh, Smith? How he would, I don't know if you heard this, he said he would leave, they, there would be parties or whatever, big, big, you know, I'm sure at those schools, those parties are insane. And Devontae Smith wouldn't go to the parties. Oh, that I heard. And they he would meet. Meet up with Hurts. Hurts, and they would go and work out. Go like work out. Go to the parties. And, you know, I feel like there's some weight behind that. I always, no. I, so back to, let me just wrap it real quick. I'm going Waddle every time because I believe in that. I'm going Waddle. The, the chemistry. I'm going Waddle in this particular matchup. One, the, I drafted him. I have him on my team. The reason I took him is because of the chemistry deal and because allegedly Miami's going to open it up this year and throw the ball deep. Great. They need to. There's still plenty of targets is the is the one thing until Will Fuller eventually gets suspended again or <laughs> I don't want to wish it on him, but he gets hurt every year. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of targets. To answer that question and then we'll move on, it would all be fine and great that they played together if they were running the exact same offense they ran with Nick Saban. Understandable. You know? But they understand – they their understand. speeds, they understand their timing. They, they, there's definitely a trust factor, without a doubt. There's a trust factor. Yeah, a where little bit. I'm gonna throw this up. I know my guy's got it. Let me ask you this, and I don't want to stray away too far, but and then we probably could have talked about this in the off season, whatever. But do you think Joe Burrow had any? Seriously, do you think he had something to do with Jamar Chase being drafted there? Him personally. Him like personally. Him, like, like, do you think? Not, I'm not saying he went onto the office, knocked on the door, and was like, you got to draft Chase. But do you think the GM or the coach said to him, listen, we're thinking Sewell, or we're, we're stuck between Sewell and Chase. What do you think? No. No, Chase's worth ethic is unbelievable. No. I think they might have picked his brain on it and said, hey, we really like Jamar. If he's there, we're thinking about taking him. What, you, what is your experience with him? But I don't think... All right. Not everyone's LeBron James. If we're going to just start going. No, every, I know. But if we're going to start going every quarterback and asking them who they want to draft. But to me, it was like that's one of those situations where it was such a pressing need. No, because if you ever, anywhere that came out of Cincinnati camp, and this is all we have to go off of because we're not in the door. We're not credited media people. We don't. Everything that's come out of Cincinnati's camp leading up through the draft was they just used the high selection on Jonah not too long ago. They have Billy Turner. They just used the high selection not too long ago. And they think there was an injury, I think, a guard or something was hurt last year on mm -hmm. the COVID list last year. And they didn't think offensive line was something they needed to invest that high of an asset into. Okay. So if that's can you, can you you can never have too much offensive line, but we'll move on. You can never have too many playmakers either. Go ahead. That's true. Nelson Aguilar or Marvin Jones Jr.? <sighs> Marvin Jones Jr. looks pretty good with uh, – Jacksonville, I really, I want, I really. Marvin Jones Jr. has done nothing but show up and produce everywhere. Asked upon him everywhere he's gone. Yeah, but it's against Denver. I know, but the New England, Mac Jones, New England. I didn't even notice Aguilar too nah, much on the field. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Marvin Jones. I'm Maybe they'll go, worry about. Uh, I'll go Marvin Lavisca. Jones. Corlin Sutton or Jarvis Landry. Hmm. I mean, I'm gonna go Jarvis Landry. If I'm being completely realistic with you, you might find another spot and play both of these guys because you got Cortland Sutton going up against Jacksonville, who just gave up 27 at Houston, and then you got uh, Cleveland going up against Houston, who is f just traded away their best defensive player on Saturday, the day before the game. I like They've Jarvis been... Landry, and they said he came in shape, and I have him on two leagues, so you know, who the fuck am I to say I, I don't play him? To to pick one of them, I mean, fuck. To pick one of them, I'd probably take Jarvis over Cortland because Baker's been there and Teddy just got there, and that's my only reason. Yeah, and they have Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler. Yeah. And, yeah. If you 
if you uh you see the buck if, you, if, if you Beckham doesn't play else, if you could find another slot to drop especially if Beckham doesn't play it's especially if it's Beckham Jarvis's play. world you know what I mean go ahead Jacoby Myers or Devontae Parker mm, I think we already went over yeah that. Devontae Parker yeah fuck well, yeah, it's it's no, hard to just say no. that though. Did you, it's hard to no. just say that though because it's easy. No, but it isn't though because the f- fucking uh, they're playing the Jets, dude. <clears throat> it's easy. All right, fine. Just say it. Fine. All right, tight ends. We got Tyler Higby or Jared Cook. Man, I'll tell you right now, Tyler Higby looked like the guy in that offense. Jared Cook, I like too. I'm gonna go Higby because. They'll just four feet him the fucking ball. Yeah, Stafford's gonna always but, just be looking at but Higby. Higby. I mean, uh, but Cook looked good too. Cook's old though. Cook is much older. And Gerald Everett's out of town now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Higby, From Seattle. Yeah, go ahead. Gerald Everett or David Njoku. <laughs> Njoku is the this the, is the second there, right? Maybe even the third. Some say right. He Harrison could Bryant. he could be the third. I mean, he did have thirteen points. I have him on my bench in one of my deep leagues. Um. Everett seems like the guy in Seattle. He is the guy in Seattle. He's less talented there's than lock, I mean, there's you got to worry about shit like Lockett going off. But he's a good blocker. Like DK going off. Yeah, and Russell Wilson has a way of making sort of irrelevant tight ends be worth something in fantasy. Luke Wilson and Zach Wilson. They had both the Wilsons over there at one point, mm-hmm. didn't they? And whoever, didn't they have uh, the guy from Carolina, the white guy from Carolina for a little bit? Or did he never wind up playing there? Olsen? Olsen. Didn't they yeah. wind up having him for a little No, bit? but they had another guy, a no-name guy, that they he's, turned into like a decent he always, another guy. Will Disley. Will Disley. Will Disley. He always go. winds up finding – and now Gerald Everett, being like a 1A, 1B with Higby the, his whole career, has had fantasy yeah. value. So I, Plus, he's I, a good blocker. He's not going to – He's going to be on the field. See him in the field. I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, Everett. I'm going to go Everett too. Until Njoku's on a new team, I won't take him. James O'Shaughnessy or Dawson Knox? So why, are they both we, on the Bills? No. Where's O'Shaughnessy play? Jacksonville. He's on Jacksonville. Why are we pulling like fucking third string tight ends here? I think Jack might have looked one up instead of making his own. List like Noah Font versus uh, Hawkinson. Why am I getting fucking O'Shaughnessy? Oh God. All right. Anyway, O'Shaughnessy or uh, Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. I guess Dawson Knox. I mean. I'm going with Dawson. I hate it. Go ahead. Cole Komet or Dalton Schultz? Bet a little bit better. No, this one is a good one. It's Cole, a little bit better. Cole Komet was all over the field. I'm going Here's, Cole Komet. But uh, yeah, against Cincinnati, I'm going Cole Komet. Yeah, I'll go Cole Komet too because the LA LA is pretty good on tight ends and um, too many weapons there. You know. To, yeah. Hunter Henry or Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson. Uh, John, oh, Jawan Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Jawan Johnson, like the power the, forward. No. From the, from the fucking Spurs. He, I would probably not take him. <laughs> Jawan Johnson is from the uh, tight end on the Saints. He had two touchdowns. First two touchdowns the of his other career. Choice was who? I forgot. Hunter Henry. Now listen, Jawan Johnson has a TikTok I follow. So shout out Jawan Johnson. Um, I want to take him. I want to. I fucking really want to. I just, I can't take... Because I like his TikTok. I can't take Hunter Henry because from everything I saw watching the Miami-New England game, 
it was always John and John and John and Hunter Henry. I don't know what his final stat line looked like, but I don't think he did anything fantasy relevant. He had a couple of grabs, maybe two grabs for under ten yards, something like that. If I if my memory serves me right, and I just against it. I mean, listen, small sample size here. You never know what Bill. Here's another. It's, we're going to be playing this game with Bill Belichick all fucking year. Which one of these two? Juwan Johnson, go? three catches, twenty-one yards, two touchdowns. I was asking for Hunter. No, I know. I'm, I'm doing them both. It's like it used to be the Bill thing with the running backs, which that still might come to be a problem. But now we got the Bill Belichick, which of the two tight ends is worth playing. And Hunter Henry, three catches, 31 yards. I'm going to go Hunter Henry. He's more talented, and there's kind of no denying that. All right, Hunter Henry, but I think John o. Smith is going to be a real problem for him this week. That's it. All right, that's it. So we're going to take a quick break before we come back with the final segment of the show. What's up, guys? Jimmy from House of Havoc letting you know we want you guys to focus on you this fall with Stay Thirsty Co. That's right. We want you to shop the new back-to-school special on the website all September long, starting today, Labor Day. Going to get on there. You want to look fresh for school. If you're a college student at the bars, you want to talk to girls, you want to talk to guys, you want to look nice, you want to focus on yourself. On top of that great sale, on top of that great sale, promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, Going to get you an additional 15% off at checkout. That's staythirsty.co, I believe. Staythirsty.co, staythirsty.com. I'm not positive on that. Staythirsty.co at IG will get you to the website. Once again, that's the back-to-school sale all September long starting today, Labor Day. Promo code HAVOC gets you an additional 15% off. All right, we're back for the ever-going Tournament of Degenerates. Recap last week, I did not do great. I had Tennessee minus three. I threw 110 on that for the 100, lost the 110. Jets money line, Seattle minus two and a half, Cincinnati money line. Jets obviously didn't win. Lost two on that. I also put two on Cincy money line, two to win 280. It's all said and done. My available bank going into this week is 970. Brian lost 100 on that parlay. Jets, Giants, Chargers. I believe that's 0 for three on that whole. Uh, Chargers won. So it was one for three. Lost 100 on that. His available is 900. Cousin Joe got a late parlay in Giants-Browns money line. Lost 100 on that. So they're both down to 900. Jack put 200 on the Cardinals money line at plus 135. That's a 270 win. He put 200 on the Bengals money line. That's 280. He put 100 on the Steelers money line. Uh, no, Steelers with the spread. 110 on the Steelers with the spread to win 100. Then he put 110 on the Green Bay spread, which didn't win. All that math adds up. He's at 10.50. His total bank. So how'd you do? What's your total bank for this week? 10.50? His total bank is $1,050. So he made 50 bucks at the end of the day. I mean, ultimately, I guess, right? No, that can't be right. I'll rework the math on that. That can't be okay. right. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's why He's I He's got to be higher. Than anyway, uh, I did two bets. Seattle minus two and a half. I bet two fifty on it. Uh, gave me two twenty seven, and then I did a parlay. Didn't hit on it. Um, no, Packers blew it. Didn't hit on it. Bet a hundred. So I'm plus one twenty seven. So that puts me at eleven twenty seven. Right? We started yeah. with a thousand. Yeah, yeah. Eleven twenty seven. Okay. So eleven twenty seven. So I guess if we actually I could just look at it right now. Jack was up about. Six, so he's actually probably closer to like 1500, 1600, yeah. something like that. I'll That's a good you. week, yeah. It's not a bad week at all. Um, 
going forward, I don't. I think it's just us two making picks today on the show because you know life gets in the way sometimes. I hear you. Um, so I'm just being real simple this week. I'm laying. You know, I didn't see a lot of shit I liked. Didn't see a lot of underdogs that I would really like to put a lot of money on. I'm going 550 to win 500. New Orleans laying wow. three and a half. Playing catch up week two. 550 to win 500. New Orleans laying three and a half. Okay. Wow. Which will bring my available bank down to 420, something like that. That's it. That's it, right? Yeah. That's okay. all I got. Give me, uh, I'm going to like probably go pretty heavy. It's going to feel pretty heavy. It probably won't work out unless I win the majority of these bets. But I'm going to go 100 on Dallas to win 140 money line. KC, I'm going to bet 110 to win 100 to make it easy. Minus three, Arizona, minus three and a half, 110 to win 100. Rams, minus four and a half, 110 to win 100. And 49ers, minus three and a half, 110 to win 100. So I'm risking. Favorite heavy? Yeah, for the most Other part. Dallas. Yeah. So I'm risking 540. Uh, to potentially win five forty, ain't that some shit? <laughs> Not to, bad. To double up. Not bad. That's it for this week. Um. Well, what do you got? No, look? we're gonna get to the Grizzlies. Oh, sorry. I'm just talking tournament Jesus. of degenerates. I almost got nervous. How can I forget the Grizzlies? I always throw um, my paper to write about now. So here we are again. Yep. One and zero. One and zero. We told you Cincinnati was the pick. We told you last year. We told you last year. We told you this year. We told you this year. It's no different. Fourteen and two against the spread mm. coming into this season. Make that yep. fifteen and two career. Make Alessino fourteen and five career. Mm. Okay. Still good. Don't know if I if I brought this up. Um, games that Joe Burrow starts and finishes because I'm not sure about the game he got hurt in last year. He's undefeated against the spread. Love Na- it. Nine and zero last season against the spread. One and zero this season. Ten and zero against the spread all time. He's Joey Covers. It sounds like you're taking it. It sounds like I'm taking him again. It does, but I'm not going to okay, do that. Okay, because I'm not either. I'm not going to do that. Ooh. It is a three-point spread. It's a team that I think it shouldn't be giving points on the road. It's the Dallas Cowboys. I have the Dallas Cowboys as well. We don't miss, dude. So, we don't miss. there it is. We don't miss. Listen. It's an absolute mortal lock. You understand against the spread when we tell you the fucking glizzy god, the odds of them not covering the spread, it's very simple. It's about fucking... 20, not even, what is it, 16? Fucking 7%. Yeah, 7%, something like that. Listen to me. You want to win money. You want to make it easy. Why don't you take this foolproof Dallas bet, and then you can go lose money elsewhere. I don't care if what the you, fuck you do. If you want to be silly, the old double glizzy parlay, we don't do bad on those either. Dallas and uh, Cincinnati, both both taking three. I won't put my word on it, because I try to... I try to stay as transparent no, yeah. as possible. We're going to, I'm just saying, if you don't, if you, that's probably, if you want to get crazy, if you want to get nuts, you know, the Cincy money line, the Dallas money line, you parlay the two of those, that's probably worth the value, but we keep it to one second. I'm going to say this. This is all I'm going to say because I like to close up the show with a little bit of betting uh, knowledge in the sense that in the beginning of the year, it usually always takes Vegas a second to figure out, okay, week one, that was fucked up. Let's reset. All right, week two, let's let's try this. Let's figure it out. And by week three or four, they kind of figure it out. Every single year, week one and two, I make money. Every single year. And then, obviously, then they catch me, you know, one week and five or six. And then now I'm, now I'm battling. Now we're battling throughout the whole year. But in the beginning of the year, it's always easy to catch good spreads. It's always easy to catch good numbers when you, when you want them. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys just hung with the Super Bowl champions a week ago. 
I don't think they should be Dak giving look, points. Dak looked good with people falling down around him. You know what I mean? He looked good getting tackled. So, and, 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 and you got to put it this way. A lot of people, you'd ask a lot of people who's the best player on the Cowboys. And I bet you there would be a good amount out there, I'm not saying everybody, because obviously a lot of people are going to say Dak, that would say Elliott. And Elliott was non-existent in week one. And if you have him in your fantasy lineup, don't trade him. Don't yeah, panic. Just don't ride, panic. Relax. I'm one. already trying to get him in my fantasy league because the guy who has him only has two wide receivers, and it's a three-wide three receiver league. So I'm trying to poach him. Yeah, but that's weird because no one, you know, like that just doesn't happen. Well, he picked up Chris Conley, but he's just an idiot. You know, like the fucking well, Bergs, you're an embarrassment. Well, anyway. Uh, Dallas plus three. That's the glizzy pick. That's mm-hmm. all I got. The prop bet builder's fun. Look into the prop bet builder, guys, and, and seriously take Ann up on that prop bet offer that, that he put out. I'm waiting for a good offer, not some asinine bullshit. So that's our show. It was all right. I had fun. How much fun did you have? Seven point six. Out of ten? Yeah. That's 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 not bad. I had about a seven point six worth of fun as well. Good. That's all we're looking for here. A little bit of fun, a little bit of knowledge. Well, that's it for us. Uh, Peace out, as always. Brought to you by Tiger Pack Productions, House of Havoc Podcast Network, Sachi D. De Niro, and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out.